Welcome to Seriously Awkward. Welcome to the, uh, this is the Seriously Awkward Podcast, and I am here with the main drummer for every single band in the world, or for, <laughs> for certain bands, whichever you want to say. Um, which which bands do you play for? Uh, so I, I, my main band is the Salt Riot right now. Um, that's who I've been playing with the last couple of years, or I've been with them for the last couple of years. Um, and then I also float around with some other bands. Uh the main other one being a band called Under the Puddle. We play bar gigs, cover gigs, stuff like that. Okay, and this is Jake, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake is the drummer for, like you said, for a few different bands. And is this a, just a, a drummer thing, but that you have to be involved with like two or three bands? You know, there's kind of always been this thing with drummers where you have one foot out the door of pretty much every band you play with. Right. Um, you're always looking for that next better band, right? right. Um, well, because our, 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 mean, our drummer uh, is involved with like six different va- bands or something. Right. <laughs> There's always a new project going on, right? Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've puddle jumped from band to band over the years. Um, but uh, with the Salt Riot, like, I, I like working with them. And when things get going with that, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure... That'll be a lot of fun. Um, right. And then uh, I play with Under the Puddle once in a while because that's, you know, those are good friends and I like playing with them. So whenever they ask me to step in and fill in for their main drummer, uh, I'm more than happy to do so. Okay. Uh, what what type of music is uh, are both of those bands? Like, uh, so the Soul Riot's definitely a rock band. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Um, but like there are elements of different things in there. There's some progressive stuff in there. Uh Julia's vocals are, I would define her voice as like a poppy voice. Okay. So how many members are in your band in that one? What do you so got? That band what, is, are, uh, what are you rolling with? It's, it's uh, Julia who plays guitar and sings and writes the songs. Uh, Jack plays bass and then I'm on the drums. So it's just the three of us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you guys have anything coming up? I know that, Basically, everything is put on pause right now. So I know everything's the, on pause. C- coming up is very loose, but uh, <laughs> right. were you guys working uh, on anything or were you just uh, figuring things so out? Not too long ago, we got our a single back from mastering. Um, so that's sitting there, kind of waiting to figure out what we're going to do with that. Right now, we had some ideas and things just got thrown out the window. We had some stuff that was going to be coming up later this year. Um, but obviously with everything on hold, it's just pushing everything back. So we're just sitting on it. Um, last couple of weeks I've been up, uh, in Stanwood working on, uh, basically building where we're going to start rehearsing, uh, and working on some other music stuff. So there may be some stuff, uh, some other cool stuff coming up. Um, I'll be out there tomorrow working on some stuff. Should be fun. Okay, so you're basically creating an area where you guys can just set up and record. Yeah, yeah, we're reco- we're creating like the Salt Rat headquarters, for lack of a better term. Okay, so yeah. 
So you guys haven't called it quits or anything like that? No, no. no there, there, was, there was a period where things were very, very quiet. Right. Uh, things are still very quiet for us, but internally we, we are getting back to work and getting some, some feet on the ground here. So that's a very hard thing to do while this whole quarantine thing is going on. Because like with my band right now, we the only thing we can do right now is kind of meet together on a we've been we just started doing a podcast together on wednesdays and we kind of record the podcast mostly talk about music and then uh we have like a band meeting and try to figure stuff out because we were very close to getting a lot of stuff we were just accomplishing things really quickly and then all of a sudden everything just kind of fell apart yeah, it kind of seems to be the story going around right now. Things were happening for a lot of people. Before. No, no, no. It's just our story. <laughs> just your story. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. our story. We're the yeah. only one that's struggling through this whole thing yeah. is our band. <laughs> I don't even know if there's even any other bands out there. and they're... I don't think there are. I think you're, I think yours might be it now. Uh, yeah, I don't want to brag, but, you know. Yeah, you're probably, the only band. Probably the only band. In... And you're instrumental. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> we actually are some of the new songs we're doing. We do have vocals on. Oh, but, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So we just got to figure out who's gonna sing. Um, I was I was thinking of inviting my dog on because he does a pretty good howl, and I'm I'm sure uh, it kind of fits in with our music. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first band to do that. What? There's been a yeah. band that does that? Yes, yes. There was a metal band back in the day uh, called Arcanists. And the, it was like a guitar player and a drummer. And they lived together. And the vocalists, for lack of a better term, were their like two pit bulls. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a real thing. All right. Well, dang it. That means I have to change the whole theme of... God, we're gonna, you're so unoriginal, we're man. Gonna, you're going to have to scrap the whole band and everything. Right. <laughs> there are no bands in the world now. Yeah, that's sad. That. Yeah, I know. It's a whole yesterday thing going right. on. <laughs> so uh, you you... And then what about your other band that you're in? So the other band that I, I, I fill in with from time to time, uh, they're called Under the Puddle. Uh, most of the time when I fill in with them, it's just bar gigs, you know, playing covers. Um, they throw some of their originals in with me, um, which are fantastic, by the way. Um, they've been working on an album for a really long time, and it's all turning out fantastic. I'm really stoked to hear it all. Um, but generally, when I go play those gigs, it's just setting up in a bar and playing for three and a half or four hours. Um, making a little bit of money at the end, getting some drinks, you know, hanging out, having a good time. All right. Sounds good. That's yeah. (laughs) What type of music are they? They're, they're a rock band with a lot of like classic rock influences. Okay. um, With some modern twists. Modern twists. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Not, not a fan at all. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They draw a lot from, uh, I mean, the mainstay is like Zeppelin and Tom Petty. Okay. Um, Then they have, some more modern stuff thrown into their repertoire, like uh, uh, Cage the Elephant. Oh, yeah. Stuff I've, like that. yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. A little, little teeny tiny band. Little band. Yeah, they've got a little cult following. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, let's get into a little bit. Of, we talked a little bit about music and band and stuff like that. How did you uh, originally get started playing? That's a loaded question, and I don't even know how to answer it. It's not really a loaded question. There's nothing I in it. it it's, it's just a straight across question <laughs> about your life. Uh-huh. I figure you should be able to talk about your life. <laughs> I should be able to talk about my life. That I, so It's my life. It's now or never. <laughs> I don't want to live forever. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I, I mean, how I got started, it's interesting. I just had this fascination with music, I guess, when I was little. Um, and I'm not really sure how drums came to be the thing that I set my sight on. Right. Did but, you? Well, did you start off with anything else before that, or was it just? No, like, no. I just I, I was fascinated with the drums from a young age. Um, were you were like one of those kids that you would find just hitting stuff when you were younger, like grabbing just random items and hitting them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember like um, <laughs> when I was, I don't know, seven or eight or so, like setting up in the backyard with buckets and I would steal pans from the from the kitchen and I'd hit them with uh, just tree branches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just start hitting stuff and making as much noise as I could. Um, what what age did you get an actual drum set, or what did you start off with? I started off so my grandma knew I wanted to play drums. So one day out of the blue, um, I don't know, I was kind of tapping along to something. So she went out and bought me a pair of drumsticks and a little practice pad, um, and I, I just started there. Then practice. I got involved in the school band. Good call uh, with the practice grade. pad. What's that? <laughs> good call with the practice pad instead of... Very good call. Very I've good heard, call to start. I've heard uh, many stories of drummers where they, somebody in the family just got them a drum set and that was the the, the parents' worst nightmare. <laughs> so I'm kind of getting there. Okay. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, so then I, I, I got involved in school band in fifth grade, and I was just playing on a snare drum. Um, and I, I remember blowing through the book. Like, there was a book we would go through, and it was set for the year. And, like, within three months of the whole thing starting, I had already finished the entire book, and I learned how to do a drum roll and all the rudiments and whatnot that were in that book. Um, so I, was, I just kind of ate it, ate it up as much as I could. Um, and then that following summer before sixth grade, um, I got a drum set for my birthday. And my I think my parents kind of didn't want me to get it at the time. Right. Um, but my grandma, I, I think, I'm not 100% sure on this, but the impression I get is that my grandmother stepped in and said, no, he might have a passion for this, so we're going to get him a drum set. Um, so I got that. And it, they got me like these pads that go on it. Uh, that was supposed to quiet everything down. Right. And those got thrown out within weeks. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way those are going to stay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a, it's very interesting at what age. So when I was a kid, I was actually giving a, there's two things. I was, I, I, my dad collects guitars, but he doesn't really play guitar. He just likes okay. collecting them for some reason. So when I was a kid, I would grab the guitar and in your kid mind, one, I didn't know how to tune a guitar. And so 
in my mind, it made sense that the way you tune a guitar is all the the pegs have to be faced the same direction. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> if everything is lined up perfectly, it's obviously it going to be, be in tune <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And so I tried playing that, and obviously it didn't sound good. So I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. And then also when I was really young, um, my uh, my dad got me a, a drum set as well. But I had no idea how to play, and I asked some people to show me how to play, and nobody knew how to show me how to play. And I was just like, I don't – you know, if you see a kid – spazzing out on drums that would be me like i have no idea you're just hitting random things and <laughs> i mean that's exactly how it was when i got the drum set like right. i was like oh i can play a snare drum i don't know how the rest of it works right yeah so i i did that a couple times and then we ended up getting rid of the drum set because it was just sitting around and i was like i don't i don't know what to do with this thing i think it's no. cool but what, what do i do with it but after that point when i uh when I grew up, I I kind of wanted to play drums because I because <laughs> I learned guitar and then which was the smart way to go. That's probably the smart if, way to go. If if I if I had it to do over again, I might have picked a different instrument. Why? But you're good at drums. I mean, it, like okay, like your Thank left you. side, your like one of your arms is really good. I've seen you play. <laughs> your left Thank arm you. i'm not really Thank sure about that, that. <laughs> but uh just because of the being quieter and being able to play like oh other instruments are more accessible i guess right and i've yeah. tried like the uh the electric drum set and there's just a part of you that is kind of feels sad inside when you're playing yeah. it <laughs> yeah i had an electric drum set for a couple weeks uh-huh and every time I touched it, a part of me died. Did you have the the mesh top ones or just like the the straight uh, yeah. rubber ones? Each one was like a rubber puck. Ah, yeah, yeah. It didn't even have rims or anything. It was just a rubber surface. Right. So, like yeah. uh, a few years ago, I decided. Um, well, so I wanted to play the drums, and then I started to get older, and then I, I have a friend that's really good at drums, and I, I said, hey, I'd like to learn someday, and he's like, you're too old already. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And uh, so I just kind of went with that, and then like just a few years ago, I'm just like, screw it, I'm going to play drums. I'm gonna, For sure. I'm just going to try to do it, and if I suck at it, then I just get rid of a drum set. <laughs> it's yeah. not that big of a deal. So I, the first thing I bought was an electric drum set because I was like, I don't want to bother the neighbors. Right. And then I realized very quickly that I, you, all the stuff you want to do on the drums, you can't really do on those drums. And I got the mesh top yeah. ones. and But if but I wanted the to The mesh do, top ones are super nice. They, I kind of like them. They, they are nice. They have a nice like bounce back. And everything right. like that. They feel very real. They feel very real. But yeah. like if you want to hit the side at all, it's it, it, yeah. No go. I, I bought a cheap set, so I, ah, yeah. all, every every spot I'd hit on it basically <laughs> made the same noise. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean that's pretty much how most of them are yeah. these days, you know. But it's still fun. Um I realized 
and then I, I eventually bought myself a real drum set, but now I have no place to put it. So it's uh. at uh, it's at somebody's house right now. I think they're playing it, but I enjoy playing. <laughs> I'm not great. I am uh, probably upper lower teenage level. I mean, you know. <laughs> It's not your main instrument, but I mean, if you want to learn, like the whole, like being too old, you're never too old to learn how to play an instrument, let alone drums. You're hitting things. Right. Well, that's my thing is, is like, I, for, there was a long period of my time where I kind of took advice from people. And that was part of the thing of just like, oh, you're too old to do that. Oh, all right. I guess I'm too old to learn drums or whatever. And, (laughs) and then I was like, why would I be too old for drums? Right. <laughs> it I, I, may, sense. I, I may not be good at it, but <laughs> so, yeah, I eventually learned and now I'm one of the best in the world and everybody wants me, but there's apparently no bands available right now. Well, so. maybe you could get uh, rush back together and just take Neil Pert spot. <sighs> they want me, but they, they won't. Uh, they won't pay me enough. They won't pay you. Enough. That's that's the problem, right? Right. There. Well, see, I wanted. I had a, a right that said I want three packets of Oreos in every single trailer at every single show, but they can only be filled halfway with the cream on one side, and you know. <laughs> and there had to be three gallons of milk because I like to. See, I don't do the dunking thing. I do the take a bite of the cookie and drink some of the milk. So, and they just couldn't do it. You know, you had me at first. <laughs> I was like, three packs of Oreos. That's not. That's not really that out there. Right. <laughs> then you went farther, and I'm like, ah, there's the problem. Yeah. See, and they they couldn't do it. So I said, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just can't play with you, and I will wait for a band that can do that for me. Yeah. So, most likely. You're probably too good for him anyways. (laughs) I've been telling them that for years. I mean, you should see my post that I've been texting them for. I mean, I've been sending actual handwritten mails to them. I am (laughs) probably. And I don't even know their address, so I've been just sending it out to random places. I'm sure one's gotten there somehow. I'm sure. Somehow, somewhere. They know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how we got so far off tangent. Neither do but, I. I don't uh, even know what we were talking about. That's okay. <laughs> I, I tend to go on on tangents. Okay, so we were talking, the original part was we were talking about how you just started in drums. Mm. So we'll go back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I kept playing drums all through middle school and high school. Um, had some really cool experiences. Um, and I took lessons for a little bit. So I took lessons for the majority of my sixth grade year. Uh, and then those kind of fell off. Um, I'm not even sure what happened there. I just, I just kind of stopped going, I guess. Um, just then, to, uh, to, I, you know, to lessons or what's that? You stopped going to lessons. Yeah. They just stopped happening every week. Oh, okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure what happened there. I, I think, Something happened. The drummer went out of town for a little bit. And then when he came back, he just wasn't doing them or something. I'm not really sure what was going on there. Okay. Um, and so I went on for a little bit and I was just kind of doing, you know, learning at school, but like 
learning it on my own at home more than anything. Um, and that's when I started really listening to a lot more music. Um, and then uh, I, I started taking lessons again. And at this point, this is where things kind of took a turn for me is what would happen is my brother and I were taking lessons from the same person and they were half hour lessons at the same place. So what happened is the guy would teach my brother guitar for a half hour and then come teach me drums for a half hour. Right. Okay. What happened is he would teach my brother guitar for a half hour, come in and show me a beat on the drums for about 10 minutes. Right. And then go teach my brother more stuff on the guitar. So what happened is I wound up, um, instead of really working on those lessons, um, I would just keep teaching myself other stuff at home that was more useful. Um, (laughs) And a lot of that was like putting on CDs or my MP3 player and playing along to a bunch of classic rock stuff. So (laughs) was was your drum teacher any good at the drums? He, he was, that, that's the thing. He, he actually was like, he was a really, really talented drummer, guitar player, singer. Um, interesting. I, I don't want to say any names because he did have a little bit of success. He had um, success. I, now I want to know the name. I, I know, I know, but I, I probably shouldn't throw, <laughs> quite throw him under the bus like that. Um, he, he had a little success back in the early 2000s. All right. Clay um, Aiken. Got it. Clay, yes, it was Clay. Aiken. Took drum lessons from Clay Aiken. Wow, um, amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so those lessons kind of faded, and um, I got into jazz band in high school. Well, I started in jazz band in eighth grade. Got into jazz band in high school as well as a freshman, uh, which was kind of a cool thing. Um, and that's when I got the drum set that I have now, that I still have, that I'm going to probably have for years to come. Um, and then uh, I realized that I wasn't maybe as good as I thought. Okay. So I started taking private lessons again. So I was 15 and 16 uh, for a couple of years taking these private jazz lessons. Um, and it was really super focused on specific things to get better at. Okay. Um, and, and that's when I really started to grow um, so that I could play pretty much what I wanted anytime. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean that. That's that's really good. Um, there's a part of me, so I never took any <laughs> lessons. Well, okay, I took one guitar lesson, and uh, I went there, and he just basically talked to me for like a half an hour about the guitar, and he was like, "Next time you come here, bring a song you want to learn." And I'll I'll show you how to learn the song. God damn dogs. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that's my dogs. Oh, I definitely had dogs on my end too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so uh so so I I took the one uh the one class. He said come in with with uh with a song you want to play. And at that time, guitar tabs were already out. And I was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can, I get it. You can teach me how to play this song. But I was like, I can kind of just teach myself how to play the exact same song. Pretty much, yeah. It may be a slower process, but I'm going to do the exact same thing you're going to 
teach me. So yeah. that was the only, that was the only class I ever took. So I I didn't even I didn't even get anything out of it except for you should teach yourself. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's doable. It's well, definitely doable. Also, with with things like YouTube and uh, guitar tabs and all these other things that are out there, I mean, if you are somewhat motivated to learn an instrument, you can do it now really easily. Yeah, yeah. I'm YouTube State, YouTube University. Right. Well, pretty it. much. Pretty much. It's like cool, YouTube. Yeah. Great tool. Like I can look up some random, really obscure song, and somebody is like, "Hey, let me walk you through how to play this song." And yeah, I'm, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, "Pretty sweet. That's awesome." <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a really cool tool. I mean, I've definitely used it to learn things before. Right. Um, yeah. So, so you 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 were slowly progressing. You're getting better and better and better, and that was. And like your high school, 15, 16? Yeah, so we're talking like 2007 to 2009. What was right it? There is when I really, really learned a lot and really blossomed. Okay. Um, what was your What was your first band? Oh, God. <laughs> so I, I would play with a guitar player. He'd come up like on, he'd come over on like Saturdays and we'd blast it. My parents would leave for a couple hours. Um, and we called ourselves the Bleeding Ponies. The Bleeding Ponies. Yes, the Bleeding Ponies. Uh, and we had a logo and everything. Ooh. It, it was interesting. Um, these were on the MySpace days. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, we tried to fit in with those that crowd, but that wasn't anything serious. Um, <clears throat> then I really wasn't in a band until after high school when I started jumping between bands. Um, first band out of high school was a, a band called Sun Stand Still, and it was like a metal band. Um, that didn't last very long. It was this the vocalist from that band and I, we are absolute best friends now, right? Um, but and both of us will tell you that band was the worst band to ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> we were so bad, it was embarrassing. All right, well, <laughs> I. <laughs> I mean, so well, you have to learn, like, you know, I, I, I learned like how to book a show and right. It's, it's how you start is by being terrible. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember going, I was, I had a meeting with a friend at a coffee shop and during the, during the meeting, this, uh, group of kids came in and they're setting up to do a concert and they came in with just all the equipment in the world. Basically, they had, you know, all the really fancy drum set, all these different pedals and just a crazy thing. And I was like, OK, these guys have got to be really good and, <laughs> or something. These must be like talented kids or something. And then they started playing. And I was like, you you guys need to burn all your equipment. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, money and equipment cannot make you good. No, no, it cannot. <laughs> No, I mean, though, though they do say in the guitar world, uh, distortion hides a lot of sin. <laughs> that that may be true, <laughs> but you still got to be able to play the instrument. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, no, I mean, uh, I was going to say I had something. First band, uh, so you, yeah, okay, so that band dissolved, and then I was kind of puddle jumping from band to band, um, project to project. Nothing really 
taking, I guess. Didn't you have a, was it you that had a comedy band? Or you were going to do a comedy band or something like that? No, I, I don't think that was me. Hmm. I'm thinking of somebody else then. Uh, I don't, I've had a lot of crazy ideas. I don't think I've done comedy band. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, I, uh, somebody else, the, somebody else okay. that I know All that right. plays drums. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a comedy band. Um, actually my idea for a band would be to go to a coffee shop and sing really hardcore rap songs, <laughs> but all acoustic. Right. <laughs> That's the way to go. <laughs> or, or also, I, I thought it would be funny if uh, we did a band and um, it just took us forever to set up, just like 30 or 40 minutes, and then we, we you know, we, we're like clumsy and we keep knocking things over and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and just around the time that we're supposed to, we get ready to sing our first song, we go, oh, apparently we're on break now. So... <laughs> And then just walk. You know what? I, I had a I had a band that shall not be named uh, that did something like that pulled a stunt kind of like that one time. We're like we promoted that we were playing at a gig, and then people came. They bought tickets. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> we we showed up, and uh, all our friends were like, "Hey, what time do you guys play?" And we pulled out like, "Ah, oh, dude, we forgot all our stuff, so we're not gonna play tonight." <laughs> <laughs> I had some people not super happy with us. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that happens with uh, with with jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that one wasn't supposed to be a joke. We were actually supposed to play this gig, and then we just decided not to. Oh, okay. Uh, Is that yeah, what? Yeah, that was a little, little weird, a little shady, maybe. Mm, okay. It was funny though, so it, it worked out for everyone. Yeah, I I mean I guess. <laughs> so what's going on uh with the bands nowadays? Did you have any tours lined up? Did you have oh. any uh, big events? Did you were you planning on doing uh Greg's coffee shop in Edmonds or something like that or playing uh Quarantine Fest 2021. <laughs> It'll be next year. That's true. Uh, For the most part, I think uh, yeah. nothing's happening until next nothing's year. Nothing's happening. Um, yeah, I had some cool stuff lined up for the summer, late summer and early fall. Yeah. Um, that's been flushed down the toilet, obviously, which is unfortunate because there's a chance that it could have been a once in a lifetime opportunity, but you know, just hoping, keeping your fingers crossed that it'll, it'll come around again. Right. The opportunity will come around again. Um, and, uh, other than that, I don't have anything on the books right now. Sad. You're yeah. A drummer with nothing to do. Poor I little, know. poor little drummer boy. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be up uh, at the the headquarters tomorrow. You know, but uh, I think we're just gonna jam a little bit. Other than that, I got nothing. Well, see, that's the that's nice though that you have a place where you can get together and at least play. Yeah, um, yeah, we're. I'm very grateful for that right now. Last so last week was the first time we had practiced in quite some time, right? Uh, and it, it, it was rusty, but it was good. It was good. It was nice to shake some rust off. So we're gonna get back at it tomorrow and see what happens. Yeah, we've been wanting to get together and play with our band, but it's just not happening right now. And we were we were using uh, a stu- a studio out in Bellevue. 
Um, was it evolution? Yeah, evolution. Oh, yeah, with, that, uh, that is with, where we used to practice. With uh, Ethan, is it right? Uh, oh, um, that's his name, shoot, right? What's his name? I can't, I, I can't remember his name right now. Eden. Eden, sorry. Yeah, Eden, yeah. Sorry, I screwed up your name. <laughs> I like him. He's a great guy. He's um, anybody wants to practice, that's a good place to practice. It's uh, good rates, and he's a good dude. So go there. Back in the day, there was a really cool place in Sumner I used to practice at called uh, Rehearsal Works. And that the, the guy that ran that place, God, I can't remember the name, his name off the top of my head, but um, he was a really nice dude. It, it was fantastic rates, but he would go to NAM every year. The, the big festival in Anaheim. Okay. And, uh, just spend so much money bringing the latest equipment into the studio. And there's no way he was making any money. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. It was a really nice studio, but yeah, there's no way he was making any money. <laughs> well, it's hard to make money at that type of stuff. It is. It is. I, you know, I mean, it was really cool. Cause like he had a, he had what five or six rehearsal rooms in there. They were all soundproofed, had really nice equipment in there. Um, had like a total state of the art studio. So if you wanted to book recording time, uh, right. and then he also had like on the suite next to it, built a, uh, a concert venue basically from the ground up. See that's, um, I feel like that's a bit much. <laughs> well, I mean, he would, he would, concerts would be hosted there like he would he would have concerts there and stuff right um but just the amount of money he was pouring into it was not coming back to him at all right yeah right yeah yeah you gotta you gotta have it for the the amount of people right. that are going through yeah I, I think he had all that stuff and he, i think he was charging like 25 dollars an hour or something like that he probably should have been charging closer to 50 yeah probably something like that yeah but so, yeah, is what it is. So, uh, what what else is going on in in your world? Since um, actually, before we go into that, yeah, I actually want to know what who inspired you, like in the uh, original stages, and who inspires you now musically. Okay, what, like what 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 drives you to? I think there's in in the world of music either you're just there's some bands where <laughs> they put out an album and um I've listened to so many bands where they like I've listened to the whole CD and I didn't realize that they switched songs <laughs> I, I do love a good album like that sometimes kind of you know it's nice to space out to it but um, yeah like if you're going on a car ride and you're just kind of yeah. spacing out but then yeah, there's been many times when I was when I was younger and I would be listening to an album and I was like, man, this song is really long. And then I realized I'm on like track four. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like you're missing the mark if I can't tell the difference between the last song you played. <laughs> <laughs> so what what inspires you? Uh, first and foremost, it was Zeppelin from the start. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a huge Zeppelin head. Right. Um, as soon as I heard him for the first time, I was like, this is what I need to do. This what, is what I'm supposed to do. Which, uh, did you have favorite songs or it was just Zeppelin? It started out with their hits. Um, but then obviously as I got older, I started digging in their catalog a lot more. And I've listened to everything they've written a billion times over. Um, 
So their deep cuts are really, really good. A um, little bit trippy sometimes, but really good stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got weird. Like in the first, like the first half of their career, they were kind of a straight, you know, four on the floor rock band for right. lack of a better term, I guess. Um, and then uh, like there, there was a change about four albums in when they, they started writing, you know, longer songs with a lot more structure to them and just some some of them got a little bit weird right well i mean it was good weird i feel like every band kind of goes through the you you start off by playing your music and then you get weird with it because you either it's just a boredom thing or it's just like i just need to figure out more stuff i can do right i think they were one of the bands that changed in a good way like I, I, I definitely like, like, I, I mean, I love their early stuff, their first few albums, but like, then like in the middle there, they had some really great stuff too. That was just completely different. Um, their last album sucked. <laughs> I hate, I hate their last album, but, um, I don't even know if I've heard their last album. Uh, is it uh presence? Is he... <laughs> yeah. It, it's got a fool in the rain in it. I, I will say this. I, um, I know bands. I could not tell you a name of any single song in the entire world. And, uh, but I, I know songs, <laughs> but I, I, I do not know. I don't know album names and I don't know the name of the songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. I'm, I'm that way with like a lot of bands. Right. I'm just like the bulk of the music I listen to. It's like, Oh, I know that band. And right. then when it comes to the songs, I might recognize songs, but yeah. right. At least like when I'm listening to things in my car now, now I will say, Oh, this is from this band. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> they play this song. <laughs> <All Right>. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's yeah. cool. I didn't know that, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, from Zeppelin, it, it, it bloomed, you know, and I grew up listening to classic rock. Um, so from Zeppelin, it, it blossomed into the Beatles and uh, Aerosmith and Tom Petty and, and all those guys. Um, and then uh, when I was, I don't know, 12 and 13, I started getting into more modern stuff. Um, started listening to like punk and heavy metal and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Who, who was, who's the, the big influences and in all that for you? Uh. I mean, punk's all over the board, and a lot of it sounds the same. <laughs> um, right. But, like, I, I love um, bands like The Offspring, Pennywise, Bad Religion, um, kind of those bands of, like, whose heyday were kind of in the late 80s and the 90s. Right. There, there was a really good period of um, not really super hardcore stuff, but it was just good, fast, melodic punk rock. Um, and then for heavy metal, it's it's all over the board. Um I don't like Black Sabbath at all. You know what? I feel like that's okay. I'm not really a huge Black Sabbath fan either. I'm I feel not... like it should be okay too, but everyone's like, how can you be a metalhead and not like Black Sabbath? Well, I also am not a big Slayer fan. Well, yeah, I'm not really either. And also, I'm not a big Prince fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when I, he I, died, I had, a, I had a gig like the weekend after he died. Right. And people are like, oh, are you going to play some Prince songs tonight? Sorry, I'm going to drink some water. <laughs> That's fine. They're like, are you going to play some Prince tonight? And I was like, I don't know any Prince. I don't know any either. I, and I, the songs I, I've heard, I'm not really, 
So he's a phenomenal guitar player. But his oh, song yeah. his songs are terrible. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I feel like dude. I feel like I'm very one of the few people that I probably get yelled at for that, but I don't really care because I, I don't care either. It's be, all subjective. Who it cares? is exactly that's the whole point of music is it's what you like, and they're going for the sound that they like, and if you like the sound that they like, then then it's a good band to you. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I there's a couple bands I don't like. The, the ones you already said, uh, Prince, and then the other one is mostly because it's been forced down my throat my entire life is Nirvana. I can't. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I like, I appreciate what they did. I appreciate their band. I, I appreciate their songs. But anytime they're on the radio, I immediately flip it because yeah, I yeah. feel like because I'm from Seattle, everybody says you know, it's basically like you should like Nirvana. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I think that's the promise. I mean, Seattle radio and them being the biggest thing to ever come out of Seattle. It's just, they're played so much. Are they the biggest thing though? There's so many other bands out there. People, people say they're the best thing. I, we have but, we have like Soundgarden and Death Cab for Cutie and Modest Mouse and a whole I, bunch <laughs> Worship Down Garland and Chris Cornell. Right. Chris, yeah. Chris Cornell is one of the greatest singers I've ever heard in my entire life. And he's my absolute favorite. Yeah, he is he's he's in my top four or five of my uh, yeah. top favorites. And just because he had that unique sound and stuff like that. And then like I don't know, Nirvana was just kind of <laughs> There's not they were not on the same yeah. level. <laughs> yeah. I mean my my dad was, you know, in his twenties when Nirvana came up and he's he's always told me, because I've had this conversation with him before, like, what's the big deal with Nirvana? They weren't that great. And he says, No, nah, man, like at the time they were really important and what he was saying was really important stuff to people from here. I'm like, Okay, well, I'm from here, not much has changed and it doesn't hit home. So Right. You know, I don't know. I it was for its time, it was, it was new and fresh, and it, I guess it's it's that teenage angst thing yeah. of nobody's saying what I'm thinking, at that time. Yeah, yeah. It was just a different take on punk rock. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, not really my thing. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, other bands that came from here, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. There's like, people always tell me Nirvana. Anyway, I want to get it off of Nirvana because they bother me. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> I, can, I can talk for hours about how much I don't like Nirvana, but we're not going to do that because <laughs> we have important things to do. Yeah. Very important things to do. I don't. Well, not really. <laughs> we have a lot. I, of I have time. been on a Star Wars marathon this week, so I gotta go finish that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one are you on? Did you start uh, from? I am on Jedi. Okay. Return of the Jedi. Right did now. you Did you watch the uh, prequels up to there, or you just started? No. From... So I started on A New Hope. And then I'll probably go back and watch the prequels after that. So you should have started with Rogue One, and then you watch The New Hope. You know, you're right, and I thought about that yesterday. <laughs> I thought to myself, I should have watched Rogue One first. It was right there. Yeah, Rogue uh, One. You know what? I'm sorry. I started with Solo. Okay. 
Yeah. You know what? Solo got trashed for being a terrible movie, and I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It w- it it was not Rogue One. It was not nearly. As no, 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 no. Not even close. Like, but it was still a good movie. I I I, th- I felt like the actor that they got to do uh, uh, Han Solo, the Harrison Ford character, did a really good job. Oh, it was perfect. And there's casting. There's great like, acting. Yeah, was there was great. like little mannerisms in there where you're like, Oh, I can kind of see uh Harrison Ford. Like he did his homework. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, Oh, what's his name that did, uh, Lando. Oh yeah. Um, I can't think of his name. Childless Gambino. Childless Gambino, whatever his, uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. Donald Glover. He's, an, uh, he's an amazing actor. He was fantastic. Yeah. He was amazing in that. He's a, yeah. he's a great, great actor. Yeah, I thought for as little as Lando was in the original movies, he did a great job with that whole backstory. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch any of the the Mandalorian? I did watch the Mandalorian. Or the as they call the Baby Yoda show. Yeah, the Baby Yoda show, right? <laughs> no, it, that was that was all right. I'm anxious for season two. I am too. I yeah. one of my favorite parts of that was the part where they. They're trying to, sh- they captured baby Yoda and they're trying to shoot their guns mm-hmm. and uh, they're like rattling their guns because they can't hit anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're d- aiming for, I think they were aiming for like a can or something like that and they just can't hit it. It's pretty yeah. fun. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of breezed through that a little bit because it was, that was a show I watched at the gym. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're, you're like, slightly watching i i was i was watching it more than i was watching the clock on the treadmill oh okay yeah All right, <laughs> um, good. no but I mean, I mean i was into it i think it was just starting to pick up as the season ended yeah so yeah. The, the first episode came out and i was kind of like i don't know about this it kind of seems yeah, yeah. slightly iffy and then i it, it definitely picked up and i enjoyed it so yeah yeah i uh, i'm anxious for season two i think it'll be much better um and then i saw today actually that they had already started working on season three yes i did i did see something about that the other day too yeah yeah so good stuff good stuff i'm really excited for the kenobi the obi-wan kenobi show yeah that should be good and hopefully i mean the the casting so far has been great right like, I, I could I could dive into Star Wars for hours. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, so <laughs> <laughs> forgive me for that. No, that's okay because I'm. Yeah. Some say some say I'm a nerd as well. I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> Do, uh, have you watched Clone Wars? Uh the the original animated series or yeah the, the, the animated series the, yeah. the the movies or the 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 TV show. So either one, I guess there was the, the movie of the Clone Wars, but then it, they switched it into a TV show too. So I saw um, a couple episodes of the TV show, and I've seen parts of the movie, and the TV okay. show is really good. It is really good, yeah. So I'm watching the last season of that right now, um, which I think is going to set up well for the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the way it's going, just some of the character storylines and whatnot with um, Darth Maul and stuff like that. I'm really excited to see. Right. Yeah. And then 
Is this robot? Is it robot Darth Maul? It is robot Darth Maul. Well, the bottom half is robot Darth right. Maul. Right. Spider legs. Yeah. Yeah. Spider legs Maul. <laughs> no, no, he's got he. It's this whole thing. There's this whole tangent that they go on, but he he's got just two robot legs now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like a prototype of Darth Vader. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I I. I always thought it was the greatest thing in the world that you create one of the coolest bad guys since Darth Vader and you kill him in the very first movie. It's yeah, he was so, like, they could have chased him. I'd, I'd have much rather seen them chasing him for three movies instead of Count Dooku. Well, that's the thing. It just drives me crazy. I'm going to go, I will go off on a tangent on how yeah, we're, did, we're already on one. <laughs> like how frustrating it is that you would set up and well, one, you kill a really cool looking bad guy. And if you're going to bring him back, bring him back in the next movie. Not who is Count Dooku. Right. I don't know who he is. Right. All of a sudden, he's the bad guy that we're going after. And here's, apparently, here's what we're doing right now. Here's what we're doing right now. We are being every Star Wars fan in the world right. who claims to love Star Wars and be a huge fan, but all they do is trash on it when they talk about it. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. There's a lot of times where you're like, why am I a Star Wars fan? <laughs> Sorry, you cut out on me a little bit there. I said, uh, there's a lot of times you have to think, why exactly am I a Star Wars fan? Because there's so much bad things. And every Empire was so good. Em- oh, Empire was great. It, it makes up for every other movie. <laughs> a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. We're so good that nothing else matters. Yeah, kind of in in many ways. Um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the uh, last movie? Uh, do do we have to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought it was a good movie for what it was, but I mean, of the last three movies, none of them really flow together at all. Right. Well, yeah, (laughs) they had no plan going into it. They were just like, oh, we need to pump out three new Star Wars movies. No. So the the first one that came out, I didn't mind, even though it was a new hope wrapped in a new. Yeah. But it had promise. I I, it gave me hope. Right. It gave me a new hope. hope. (laughs) (laughs) And then they, you know, it it had some flaws in it. But I'm over. I can overlook most flaws. And I was like, okay. Then the second movie came out, and I literally rolled my eyes at many scenes because I was yeah. so annoyed with it, with just the terrible writing and just the comedy that they threw in there. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah, that whole movie was awful. <laughs> and then the third movie came out, which I really liked, but they had to go back and retro fix spend a huge portion of the movie, just fixing um, what happened in the movie before. Yeah. So now I'm like relying on articles about, cause you know, they put out the novelization of it. So now I'm relying on articles that I read online to fill me in on all the gaps. I'm like, right. Why, why, why? And I think the only thing I didn't like about that movie, uh, the last Rise of the Skywalker is that it had the uh you ever see the movie Gravity? I think it's Gravity. Unfortunately. That's is that the 
Is Gravity the one with the... Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was a terrible movie. It was awful. Everybody raved about it, and I went to watch it, and it is a beautiful movie. But it was literally one bad thing after another bad thing after another bad thing and after another bad thing after another bad thing. And at the the end, I was like, I don't really care anymore. It was completely unbelievable from the start. It was really pretty to look at, but the story was so bad. Right. It was so bad. And I, I... at. Near the end, I was just like, I kind of hope she dies. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so that that was the problem I had with the the Star Wars movie was it was like one bad thing. And then it was like, you know, it was the whole three CPO. I can't remember. I can't tell you because that's been blocked. I'm just right. like, I'm like, yeah. that's dumb. That's, you know, the, that's lazy. That's lazy. Better. Lazy writing. Would have been a lot better if they hadn't restored his memory. Well, yeah, and that's the the thing is, if you're gonna do that, make him go f- complete factory reset, do the whole right. data thing from Star right. Trek. Though I hated that they did that in Star Trek, but if you're gonna do it, go full in. But then don't right. don't have like a, oh, now I have all my memories back. So, yeah. well, then why did we do this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah. All right. Well, we ended up on a Star Wars tangent. Yeah, I'm not even sure how we ended up there. It was a good tangent, though. It was a good tangent. I mean, I can yeah. talk Star Wars for a long <laughs> period of time. Though I am not a nerd. Wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're pretty much about to wrap up, I guess. We're close to that time. Uh, is there anything you have to promote, or um, is there anything that like people can check out your music that you have been working on? Or, <laughs> uh, I mean, follow the Salt Riot on Facebook, Instagram. I think we have Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Do you twit? Yeah, we've got Twitter. Okay. Follow, find us on there. Shouldn't be too hard. Give us a follow. Um, you can stream our music on. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, pretty much any streaming platform. Okay. Um, and then go follow my buddies in Under the Puddle because they're good people and they write good music. Do they? Yeah. It, well, in my, <laughs> I'm I'm biased, but okay. Uh, yeah. That, I, I've what, what I've heard from their album that they've been working on for like four years. That's that's the band I met, right? Uh, in Tacoma. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're good people. So, yeah, they have, they have an album of originals coming out, uh, or that they've been working on um, at Robert Lang Studios. So they've poured their heart and souls and wallets into it. Nice. Um, it's gonna be phenomenal. I've heard some of it. It's great. It's really catchy. So go follow them too. Okay, yeah. that's that sounds awesome. Um, do they do they have a a name of their album that they want to put out or anything? I don't think they have a name yet. <laughs> they can steal my name. I don't know if it's already been taken. Probably has, but I wanted my first album to be if I was to do well, not in the band that I'm in now. But I wanted my first album to be called "Best of." Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. Best of or or greatest hits. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, folks. Yeah, it's all done. Uh, I I think I know one of the names that they have on the table. Okay. Yeah. Is that the name of it on the table? 
That's no, weird. no, That's under the puddle, on top of the table. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> no, they, uh, it, it, it's a really cool name. I'm kind of hoping they don't use it. I'm hoping that they save it for something else, but it'll be good. It'll okay. be good music. All right, sounds good. So follow them. Uh, check out uh, Jake's other bands that he's got going, and if he has anything else going on you will find out on his facebook yeah and follow me facebook twitter instagram yeah he does it all and not hard to find and uh if you ever want to check out J- uh, jake's drumming uh he does little drumming things on facebook all the time well i don't know how often you it's been a it's while it's been a while yeah i kind but, of took a break from that yeah but still but he does every some, once in a while he does some streaming and uh Give him, go give him some love or no threats. Just that's all I ask. More threats. That could be fun. I mean, or you can talk to him about Star Wars because apparently. I'll never get tired of talking about Star Wars. Right. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, that's it. We will, I will talk to you later. Uh, and all right. Bye. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> all right. See you later. Uh, let me stop the recording now. Thank you for listening to Seriously Awkward and Friends. Please like, subscribe our Facebook page, and think about becoming a Patreon member. And listen next week. <laughs> <laughs>